this rock solid uh, podcast series. Uh, week two is called Brand New Start. And having discovered something last week about God and his kingdom, what we do in week two is we, we ask, is it possible to have a personal relationship with God? Of course, the answer is yes, it is. God longs to restore mankind to himself. He wants us to live the way he's always intended. And so in week two, uh, we trust you will understand more about what sin is and why it separates us from God, that you'll discover how God has acted to remove your sin and my sin, to know how you can be what the Bible calls born again, and fourthly, to understand the power of the cross to transform our lives. So, Rich, it's... Um, it's great to be together again talking about this. Yeah. Day one of week two is called um, Man's Problem. Yes. It's about sin. Uh, I wonder if you could just tell us a little bit more about what, what's in store in day one. Yeah, I mean, day one is uh, kind of starts on a, on a very big donor, really, because it talks about man's problem. And yeah. um, in Genesis 3, you'll see the reference there, and he notes it describes original sin. It describes where sin first entered into, um, into humanity, into yeah. the world. And uh, the Bible tells us that uh, God created us with our own will, that we would be, that we'd be able to choose whether to obey him or disobey him. He's, he's not programmed us to obey him. He wants us to love him and have a relationship with him, which we talk mm, about a lot yeah. in, in week one. Yes. But what we learn in, uh, in, in Genesis 3 is that we have disobeyed God. It started with Adam and Eve, but that's continued then throughout humanity ever since. Mm. Um, God gave them an option and they chose to disobey him. And the Bible talks about the serpent, Satan, tempting Eve and causing Eve and Adam to disobey God. Yeah. And uh, that, that sin then brought about a separation between man and God. Sin is a, is a word that we don't hear a lot of. It's a bit archaic. Yeah, it does sound archaic, doesn't it? Isn't it? Can, you, can you describe for us simply what, what sin is? Yeah, it's a little word with big implications. I think yeah. it's uh, I, one of the best descriptions, and I think this is in the notes here, is that it's sort of the word sin, S-I-N, I, I'm at the center, I mm. is at the center, and it's it's where I am at the center of my life, the center of my world, and I'm the most important person in it. And rather than obeying God and following him and him being at the center of my life, I am instead. Mm. And therefore, that causes a rebellion against God. And, and the Bible tells us God is the source of life. He's our creator. He's the one who's eternal. And um, when we lose that relationship with him, that relationship is broken, then then we have a big problem. Yes. And that sin is that. I've chosen to live the way that I want to. And it, it's kind of a, it, it's not just the things that we do. It's it's at the very heart of me. I choose to live for myself and yeah. not live for God. I think in the book, we call it a heart condition. That's don't right, we? yeah. Which is a good way of describing it. It's it's It, it comes from the heart of us, from, from, from within. It's the root. So then... You know, the root of any tree will 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 produce the fruit of that tree. You know, the root of an apple tree is an apple tree, and it will produce apples. Yes. And so, if the root of our lives is has got sin in it, then the fruit of that will be sins. Yes. There'll be things that we do. It yes. Might be that we lie, or we steal, or we deceive, or we we're selfish and self centered. All of those things are sins. They're the fruit of actually what the the, the root problem, which is sin, yes. which impacts and affects every human person. Yeah. When um, in the book of Genesis, God says to Adam and Eve, doesn't he? He says, if you, if you eat this fruit, if you disobey me, you will die. Yeah, he does. What, does he, what did he mean by that? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. When Adam and Eve take a bite of the fruit, whatever that fruit was, it wasn't like they kind of suddenly grabbed their throats and yeah. dramatically fell to the ground dead. No. 
what happens initially is firstly they 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 spiritually die there's mm. a a spiritual separation between god and them mm. um there's a spiritual death that takes place in them i mean eventually they do die physically yes but it's um, much more than that much more than that because yeah. then there's also an eternal death an eternal separation from god and and the bible describes that as hell if god is as we talked about in week 1 good mm. god is eternal god is is great he rules if we're separated from him then we lose life, we lose goodness, we lose all of those things. Yes. They, they become removed from us. Yes. And we're separate f- separated from the source of that. And and there's a diagram in the notes that, yeah. that kind of illustrate that really, you know, that God created us for a relationship, God and man, then that, that would always lead to life. But that man, as as in Adam and Eve, but ever since we've, we've been separated from God by sin and that leads to mm. this, this death, this spiritual death, a physical death and an eternal death. Yeah, and... Um... And, and day one ends, doesn't it, with two really crucial questions. And I remember me, oh, many years ago, somebody asked me these questions yeah. and, and they really helped me to understand where I was at at the time. That's right. I think there's a, a, a group called Evangelism Explosion that talk about it. And they, they, they say, yeah, if, if you were to die today, could you say for certain that you'd go to heaven? Wow. I mean, that's a big question. Yes. <laughs> and then if you died and... You know, if you do think um, I, I would get into heaven, what would you say if Jesus asked you, why should I let you in? Yeah. And <laughs> and without sort of getting ahead of ourselves, that's what we go on to look at, isn't it? How, it is. in a sense, as Christians, how we answer those questions. Absolutely. So day two, um, day one was called man's, um, man's problem. Day two sounds much more optimistic. It's called it really God's does. magnificent solution. Yes. And it's all about the cross. That's right. And um, it talks about in Romans and a number of occasions, Paul talks a lot about sin and that we've all sinned. You know, that it's not about pointing fingers and saying, this person sinned more no, than me or no. me more than them. We've all sinned. We've all fallen yeah. short of God's glorious standard. We've all done things that we look back in our lives that we regret. Yes. Um, whether those, and, you know, there's a list actually about things that we might need to declare to to put right with God. Yes. Um, that's listed in that column, in yeah. the um, first column on day two. Um, and and it's right that we that we recognise those things that we ask God to forgive us of those things and and then the wonderful fact is that there is a forgiveness for sin yes um, but we can't save ourselves no so how how can we be saved so how is it possible <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing if every yeah. person has sinned and therefore we're no longer good but God is totally good there's no way we can have a right no. relationship with Him we can't earn our way back to Him He's holy. That's right. He's without sin. And that's where Jesus comes in. Yeah. God so loved the world in spite of our sin, he loves us, mm. that he gave his son knowing that his son was sinless, perfect. Yes. Okay. And in relationship with the father, perfectly, as we talked about again in, in the kingdom. And Jesus came without sin and lived a life as a man. Yes. Without sin. Yes. A sinless life. But then this death penalty that was imposed on Adam and Eve and, and humanity ever mm. since. Jesus actually took that death penalty on himself on the cross, a sinless sacrifice, if you like, carried our sins to the mm. cross. So he died in our place. Exactly. He took yes. our place. He took our punishment. What we deserved, the penalty that was rightly ours, Jesus took upon himself, yes. which is, it's just amazing. It's, it's an incredible, it's incredible. It is a magnificent concept. solution. And, and the only way we could be saved as if somebody came and stood in our place and uh, and in this in day two there's a there's a great illustration i think isn't there of of the grace of god yes uh in a sort of courtroom drama <laughs> that's right yeah. yeah 
it's uh, the the judge almost stepping down and taking the place of the the guilty party and, and taking the punishment on themselves so the punishment's been paid. Which is exactly what's happened. Absolutely right. And um, it, it, do we do we end that day, I think, Rich, don't we, by talking about Jesus being the only way back to God? And, and this is important, isn't it, because so many people are trying to find their way back through different ways. Absolutely. But, but we're, we're, we're clearly saying here that the, the Bible teaches that Jesus is the only way back to God. I think that's important. It, it's it's the heart of the Christian message. And there is, Jesus says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Nobody can come to the Father except through me. He, mm. he's, he's showing that he's the only one who can restore relationship with God. And doing enough good things isn't going to cut it. No. Going to church isn't going to cut no. it or, or any other re religious act or, or other religion, in fact. But actually, it's uh, that we deserve to die. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. Yes. But... The gift of God is eternal That's life. That's right. The free gift of God, Jesus, yes, is Lord. eternal life. So day two um, solves the problem in a sense, or it at least explains how this terrible problem can be solved. But, That's right. But it's not till we get to day three, is it, that we that we start to get into actually how we can uh, how we can make that appropriate in our own lives. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's like if if that's okay. If that's what's happened. Yeah. What does that mean for me? How do I make use of that? How do I avail yes. myself of that? You know? Yes, there's a gift. A gift is available. How do I take it? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think it's important that we, 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 we talk here the fact that although Jesus died, he also rose again. Yes. To show that he'd conquered, he'd defeated, he'd beaten sin and he'd beaten death. And he went back to the Father. He created this, this bridge, yeah. if you like, this yes. connection, this ladder back to God, back to the Father. Yes. And uh, and I think that that's the that's this in Acts two thirty two to forty one. This is the first time that this message has ever been preached out yeah. loud. Peter yes. stands up in front of a crowd and he yeah. he describes this. Yeah, that Jesus is alive. That's right. Yes, um, and it's very real for these guys. It was only fifty days ago that he died before yeah. their very eyes, and now he's saying he's alive. And yes. and they realize that Jesus is the Savior. He is the one that can bring them back into a right relationship with God. And they they in realizing that they ask the question, What should we do? And this is a vital question, isn't it? And, yeah. and, and really the rest of the Rock Solid book is around the answer to this question. But, but what a significant question. If Jesus is the Lord and the Messiah, if he has been raised from the dead, yeah. if this is true, and, and the, the, what we read in Acts chapter 2 in day 3 says that when they heard this message, they were cut to the heart. Yeah, that's right. And their question is, what should we do? Yes. And, and, and Jesus... Uh, and um, Peter answers that question for them, doesn't he? Yeah, I don't think that question has ever been asked in the way that it has. Uh, and this is the first time this answer will ever be spoken in in all of history. Yes. No pressure, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he says, repent and turn to God, be baptized and you receive the Holy Spirit. He describes these three things and mm. um, and that, that's in, in column one. And, and, and that first point is to repent. So repentance. Yes. Be baptized, yeah. and you will receive the Holy Spirit. Those three things he lists. Yeah, and yeah. now we and then we continue to just say a little bit more about the first of those repentance. That's right, and a bit like how sin is a, could be a, maybe a little bit of an old fashioned kind of word. I think repent also maybe has similar, um, you know, similar implications. People maybe don't quite understand what what repentance is, but but what the Bible talks about is it's to change your mind, it's to do a U turn, yes. yes, it's to be going in one direction and to totally change your direction, redirect and head yep. back to where you were heading from. Yeah, absolutely. And, Total change. And the Bible talks about repentance in lots of different ways. But 
well, God wants everybody to repent. He wants everybody to come back into relationship with him. We've all, we're all walking away from God. Mm. But then when we realize who Jesus is and we, we, we recognize that our relationship with God has been made for us through him, we turn around and we start yes. heading back towards God. We recognize I'm heading in the wrong direction. Yeah. I'm, sin, I'm sinning. Yes. Um, I'm separate from God. I, I, I have a sadness and a, and a, and a remorse that yes. I feel because of that. And then I turn around yes. and I start heading back towards God. And yep. if you want to put another R in, you've got recognize, remorse, redirection. It brings about restoration. Yes. That we have this restored yeah, relationship with God. And, so uh, in a sense, um, rep- repentance is about uh, removing ourselves from the throne of our lives, I in the middle. It's about removing all of that and instead making Jesus Lord, uh, enthroning him in our lives. Yeah. Uh, and and doing that by way of this total U-turn. Absolutely right. Mm. And then it's in that, it's having a complete faith and trust that Jesus is who he said he is, yeah. who the Bible says he is. It's... I, I love the illustration that I've heard you using, Rich, of the um, those miners in Chile a few <laughs> yeah. years ago now who got trapped underground, didn't they? And they were, they were days and days or weeks and weeks uh, trapped in the underground in the coal mine. That's right. And then somebody came to rescue them. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's this, there's these 33 guys. It was 2010 it happened. Wow, 10 years ago. I know. Yeah. And um, and they were trapped underground for 69 days in, mm. in the end. And, and it was only ever going to lead to death. And there was nothing they could do about the situation. Mm. They were in darkness and they were separate from everything that they were made to have a relationship with. They were separate from their families, from fresh mm. air fresh food, fresh water, all of those things that they were made for, they were, they were cut off from. Yeah. And it was only because those on the surface drilled down to them that they could ever be brought back to yes. where they belonged. And yeah. it's the same with God. Yeah. Our relationship with him has always been what we've been made for, but only God could reach down and provide mm. a way for us to be brought back to him. And, mm. and I remember the uh, watching these guys one by one kind of climb into this tiny pod that then pull them back to the surface. It takes 15 minutes, I think mm. it was, to get in. And Scary. The amount of faith they had yes. in this pod and in what the engineers had done, they had to put their whole weight and trust in this in this little lift, you know. Mm. But it was, it, was the, 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 it was the one thing that would save them. And in so doing, it brought them back to where they belonged. And mm. for us, we need to understand we're separate from God. There's nothing we can do about it. But if we're willing to turn and put our faith in Jesus Christ. He's come down from heaven to bring us back into a relationship with God. And that's why I think it's such a powerful story and illustration. Brilliant. So we get to the end of day three, and and if we go back to those questions that we asked at the end of day one, if I die tonight, could I say for certain that I'd go to heaven? Well, I guess what we're saying here is absolutely yes. Mm -hmm. If you've put your faith in Jesus, you can be sure, which is also the second question, isn't it? Yeah. If he asks you, why should I let you in? Well, it's nothing to do with me. It's yeah. all because of what Jesus did. He he came down to rescue me. Absolutely. Yeah. It's not like presenting him with a list of why you're good enough. No. It's understanding I was never good enough. None of us are good enough. No, but he absolutely. Is. And um, we've turned, we've put it, we've made him number one in our lives and we've put our faith and our trust in yeah. him. And, and that there's a there's a prayer in the the third column of day three that I just think sums this up really well. And, and if you're listening to this and you've, you know, you've prayed this, this prayer, just be good to go back through it and read it. And maybe just again, make that your, your conversation, your declaration to God will be really, really a a powerful thing to do. Yeah. And the Bible says that if we, we do that, that we're saved, that we're, we're we're born again. Fantastic. Then um, day four, we is actually called born again. Yeah. Um, It's a, 
it's a phrase that gets banded around, doesn't it? And, <laughs> yes, it does. Um, pe- people can mean all sorts of things when they say it, but but it's a very biblical phrase, isn't it, Rich? And and this is a, this is a description that Jesus used yeah. to describe becoming a Christian. Yeah, he's having a conversation with a Jewish teacher, a Jewish scholar, among, uh, and uh, a man called Nicodemus, and he's he's talking about being born again. That's how you enter the kingdom of God, and that's mm. the reference there in John three uh, one to six. So in in day four, uh, we we talk a little bit about being born again um, and the fact that when we are born again, when we have this fresh start, when we're born from above, mm-hmm. um, we become, and I love this phrase, new creations. Yeah. What do we, what does that mean, Rich, to be a new creation? Uh, you know, it, it's, I think sometimes people think about the becoming a Christian is just you being a better person, trying yeah. harder. Uh, following rules and having a support group to help you do it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what Christianity no. is at all. It's um, its its entering the kingdom of God, as we've said. Yeah. And it's that God does a work in our lives that causes something brand new to yes. be produced in us. Yes. He actually, we talked about spiritual death. Mm. Um, we said that when Adam and Eve sinned, they, they died spiritually. Mm. Being born from above means that I actually become alive spiritually. My spirit is renewed. It it's brand new and yes. it's totally pure. Yeah, it's untainted by sin, um, and God's spirit comes to bring life to my own spirit. Wow! And that transformation that takes place then permeates, if you like, it floods into every other mm. area of my life. It affects how I feel, how I think, how I act. Mm. Even affects my physical body. The Bible talks about that mm. in, in different ways. And so, being a new creation means that the old is gone and something brand new has come in its place. Fantastic. Um, and that sounds so, extraordinary and dynamic and exciting. Well, it's way more than um, yeah. trying to be a good person yeah. following a it's bunch not, of rules. It's not putting a plaster over a wound, is it? It's, Absolutely it's not. It's brand new, renewal, total new. And it's that, that statement from 2 Corinthians 5.17 that's referred in that mid, middle column of day, day four right yeah. in the heart there is the old is gone, the new has come. The old is what gone, it means the new has come. To be yeah. a new creation. You know, we're no longer dead because of sin, but instead now we're forgiven of our sin and, and we can be alive to God. We can respond to him. Yeah. We used to be slaves to sin. It was it's like no matter how hard we try, yes, those temptations would always pull us back to do the things that actually in the end we regretted doing, yeah, or we didn't or it didn't like ourselves for doing. But actually now we're free to not be drawn in by those things anymore. We can see things as they really are. We're not blinded, and mm. and that separation from God has been totally um, bridged. And now we come into a new relationship yes. with Him. Well, just moving on into day five, I mean. Having been made brand new, yeah. Do we stay? Um, do we stay clean and um, renewed? Do, what, what happens if I if I make, put a foot wrong? You know, do, what, what? You mean ha- you put a foot wrong? <laughs> it happens occasionally. <laughs> it happens occasionally. But but day five, it, it it actually is about how we live this way now, how we live our new lives, isn't it? And and um, and we say something here about how how the cross and the, yeah. the impact of the cross um, works in our lives on a, on a daily basis. The fact is, you know, I, you know, I said that our spirits are renewed and, and perfected, but actually there's a whole lot of other work that needs to, to, to them be done in us yeah. in the way that we think in the way that we feel and the way that we act, particularly in the things that we do and we say, and, mm. and that's a process that God leads us to. We're saved, but we're also being saved. Yeah. Um, we're sanctified, but we're also being sanctified and, yes. and cleansed. And so it's a daily walk of following Jesus, of we're saying, you're number one now, 
um, you were number one yesterday and I have to choose to say you're number one today as well. Yeah, yeah. And therefore there are certain things I'm not going to do or not going to yes. say, maybe certain places I'm not going to go or there are places I'm going to go, things I'm going to say and things I'm going to do in the light of that. And sometimes those decisions are sacrificial. They, mm. they, they will require something of mm. us. They put a demand on us. Sometimes they won't be the easiest things. No, I found that. Um, <laughs> sometimes it'd be more, it will be more challenging yeah. to, to put your hand up and say that you're a Christian and you're not going to yes. do something yes. immoral when everybody yeah. else around yes. you is doing something moral. Yeah. And in fact, to them, it's not a big deal. But yeah, you're, we no longer go with the flow. Exactly. Yeah. And that, that's a sacrifice. That's a challenge. It, sometimes we, you know, we need to nail our colours to the mast, as it were. There's a phrase we use um, in, in day five uh, about dying to self. Yeah. And uh, I remember when I first heard that phrase, dying to self, it, it, it felt so powerful that on a daily basis, I was going to have to say no to some things that I would, you know, I might wanted to do or yes that's right say no to my appetite sometimes say no to my to temptation lots of little deaths yes lots of little deaths yeah and, and you know even jesus himself would say to god in, in his prayer not my will but your will be done yes even he for him example yeah he had to say yes i may not want to do this but i know it's yeah. the right thing so i'm going yeah. to do it because it's what you want god yes and it's that statement that that attitude that approach to our lives then that that comes in and actually, God, the wonderful thing is God helps us with that as well. Yeah. And yeah. he also helps us when we do miss it. Yes, I was going to say, so that <laughs> question I asked you, you know, what, yeah. do, do we stay clean? <laughs> what happens, what happens if, I, if I get tarnished? I think the, the fact of the matter is that the root has been dealt with, but yes. there are still bits of fruit that need to be dealt with as well. You know, yeah, some, that's that, some outlying mm. things that need to, mm. we need to kind of sometimes recognize and address. Mm. And the, and the wonderful truth is that Bible says in in one John one nine that if we are if we if we recognise that we've sinned that if we confess that if we say to God I've sinned I've yes. messed up yeah that God is faithful and just and He'll forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness yeah. I mean that's such an amazing thought I I am so grateful for that promise it's that Jesus has died for our sins but not just the ones that we've done up to this point. He's died for every sin mm. that we'll ever commit. Now, that doesn't mean we go out and do our own thing, but mm. but it means that if I do make mistakes in the future, yeah. even those have been paid for. I, I don't live kind of to abuse that. I, I live recognizing that. And as a result, it's kind of like, I want to do what's right. I want to live for him because he's done such an amazing thing for me. Yes. Yes. And so if I do mess up, the Holy Spirit now, as we've said, lives in me. Yeah. And he'll point things out to me when I've messed up. Yes, I become aware of it quickly. And and yeah. actually, the things that you did that were sinful that maybe you slip back into doing. One one of the things that often happens is we we make miserable sinners. Yeah. <laughs> it just doesn't have the same yeah. payoff anymore, the same impact because all of a sudden there's a person in us who's guilt takes showing us yeah. what's wrong and yes and 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 is and all he wants us to do is put things right so that mm. that relationship can be properly restored again. That there's nothing between us mm. and God in any way, shape, or form. And I love the way we end day five with that great verse in Romans eight. Therefore, there is now. No condemnation yeah. for those that are in Christ. Absolutely. So this, to summarize week two, we're saying that sin is a heart condition of independence from God in which I am on the throne of my life. We're saying that all, peop all people are separated from God because of sin and everybody's destined to spend an eternity without him. Mm. But the life, the death and the resurrection of Jesus have completely paid the penalty for sin. Absolutely. There's no other way we can be saved. God is offering us salvation as a free gift. He offers that to everybody. And we are saved when we repent and 
repent of our sin and put our total faith and trust in Jesus when we enthrone him as Lord and King of our lives. And this salvation gives us a brand new start. It's what the Bible calls being born again. But then moving on from there, we embrace the cross in a, in a day, day to day. We die to ourselves. We start to live for God and for others. And that we can live every day free from guilt mm-hmm. if we confess our sins quickly and sincerely. Excellent. Thanks for joining us for this week's Rock Solid podcast. We hope it's been really helpful for you. If you'd like to get in touch with us at any time during the course, you can send us an email at rocksolid at livingrock.church. We pray that God really blesses you as you take the first steps in your new life with him.